Learning English helps me to say that I am sorry. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways throughout Australia. Hi, my name is Josipa and in today's episode we are going to learn how to eat humble pie. Now, before you grab your forks, let me clarify that eating a humble pie is a phrase you can use to apologize and admit that you have been wrong. To apologize means to say sorry for something. But first, we need to understand that the way we say we are sorry depends on the kind of thing we are apologizing for, the relationship we have with the people we are apologizing to, and the context in which we are apologizing. So today we are going to look into two rather different scenarios. How we apologize for a mistake that we have made, and what we can say to try to make things better after we have had some sort of disagreement with someone that didn't go very well. So, let's get on with it. We are starting with phrases we can use in an informal context, when we have made some sort of minor mistake, something we could use after a minor slip-up. A minor slip-up is a small mistake that is unintentional. So, Alan is walking on the busy street, looking at his phone when he accidentally bumps into another person. Oops, my bad. I apologize. We can use oops before we start to talk about a slight mistake or slip up. While my bad is an informal way of admitting that something that has gone wrong is your mistake and that you take your responsibility for it. So Alan says, oops, my bad, to show that he realizes he has made a mistake. And then he says, I apologize, in order to show that he is sorry. Claire also made a minor slip up. While she was preparing dinner, Claire accidentally added too much salt to the pumpkin soup she was making. After tasting it and realizing her mistake, she said, Ew, I messed up. Sorry. To mess up something is an informal way of saying that we have made a mistake or done something wrong. It can be used in a lot of different situations. Let's see. So it can be used when we haven't got something right, like Claire's salty soup. Here's another example. Alan didn't answer all questions during a job interview. So he can say... I messed up my job interview. We can also use it when someone accidentally does something that upsets someone. He really messed up when he forgot his mum's birthday. Or when something unexpected changes plans or causes confusion. Like when Claire discovers that the airline had cancelled her flight. The sudden change in plans really messed up our schedule. Now, let's look at some informal language we can use with friends and family after a heated disagreement. The first thing to remember is that just disagreeing with someone isn't necessarily bad. But if it gets too heated, intense, and becomes an argument, 
This can make people feel unhappy. So, if a disagreement becomes an argument and we say things we didn't mean to, then we may feel sorry afterwards and want to apologize. And maybe also say something to try to make the situation better. Let's hear how Claire and Alan do it. I'm sorry that we argued yesterday. I didn't mean to upset you. And I didn't mean for things to escalate. I'm so sorry. Alan and Claire are apologizing. They are saying sorry and trying to make each other feel better. Claire first said... I'm sorry that we argued yesterday. I didn't mean to upset you. When someone is upset, they're feeling sad, angry or disappointed. Whenever I need to apologize to someone, I'm always upset. But Claire did not mean to. She didn't deliberately try to upset Alan. It was accidental. And then Alan said... And I didn't mean for things to escalate. I'm so sorry. Similarly, Alan didn't want things to escalate. He didn't deliberately try to make the situation worse. I'm sorry. So sorry. With friends and family, we can usually use informal language. But when we apologize to people we don't know very well, or to people in professional setting, we tend to be more formal. Basically, an apology in a professional setting can be a cool breeze that clears the air and creates the basis for understanding and collaboration in future. When we say sorry, particularly to someone at work or when we don't know them very well, our apology often has four parts. First, we say sorry. Then we take responsibility for what we have done. Then we try to make things better. And finally, we show that we really don't want it to happen again. Sorry. For example, yesterday, after a heated discussion with her colleague, Claire felt bad. When she arrived at work today, her first action was to approach her colleague and offer an apology. I'm sorry. I may have got a little heated in our discussion yesterday. I do apologize and I hope that it won't affect our working relationship. In this apology, Claire says she's sorry, acknowledges that she may have done something wrong, she apologizes for it more formally as a way of trying to make things better between them, and shows that she wants to continue working with the person she has argued with. If that person is her boss, she might even say... I promise, it won't happen again. So after apologizing, we can also suggest a way forward, as in... I'm truly sorry if I have hurt your feelings. I really didn't mean to. I hope we can find some common ground and move forward. I want to apologize for getting heated yesterday. I shouldn't have lost my cool. Can we forget it ever happened and move on? They both sound like they want a fresh start, right? A fresh start is a new beginning, a chance to start over in a positive way. So, let's look at the phrases they used. Claire said... I'm truly sorry if I have hurt your feelings. I really didn't mean to. I hope we can find some common ground and move forward.
Claire wants to minimize further conflict. That is, she wants to avoid any further serious differences of opinion by trying to find a starting point for discussion that they can both agree on, some kind of common ground or shared understanding. In the same way, Alan said, I want to apologize for getting heated yesterday. I shouldn't have lost my cool. Can we forget it ever happened and move on? When someone says that a situation or a conversation is getting heated, it means that emotions and the atmosphere is becoming more intense and passionate. So Alan admits that he became heated, something that did not help to keep the discussion calm and professional. I shouldn't have lost my cool. I shouldn't have lost my cool is an expression you can use to acknowledge that you got too heated. I'm sorry, so sorry. Throughout this episode, Alan and Claire express their regret. Do you know what regret is? A regret is feeling of sadness, disappointment over something that has happened. It is a sense of wishing that a past action, decision or event had been different or had not occurred at all. The word regret can also be used as a verb. And to regret something is to feel worry about something that you have done or that something has happened. Now, my plan was to introduce a guest, but I'm terribly sorry. I should have said something sooner, but I didn't invite anyone today. By the way, terribly sorry is an expression we use to show that we are very sorry and that we want to make things right. For example, I could say, I am terribly sorry for not inviting anyone. But wait, that doesn't mean we won't have an interesting chat with someone. After all, I work with people from all over the world in our newsroom at SBS Audio. And I am genuinely interested in exploring the differences in apology customs across cultures. So let me just change my microphone. Okay, here we go. Okay, so now I just need to get out of my studio and go into the newsroom. Okay, so let me just reach them. Okay, so here I am in the newsroom. Let's see, who do we have here? Oh, I see Rajesh from Nepal and Yumi from Japan talking over there. Let me just reach them. Hi, guys. Can I ask you something? Absolutely. I'm so interested in how do various cultures view the act of apologizing. In my culture, we are very direct and um, open about it. We try to take responsibility for our actions and kind of do something to make the relationship better. How about for you? For my culture, Japanese culture, I feel like we're apologizing all the time, constantly. Um, I'm not sure if you know sumimasen in Japanese. It actually can mean sorry. Thank you, excuse me, but we use this a lot. So I feel like we're apologizing constantly whether someone's opening a lift for you or picked up something for you. Yeah, we just feel like we have to say sorry all the time. So interesting. So you say you have the same word for sorry and thank you. Yeah, that's right. So a lot of people actually say, why are you saying sorry for this? You know, it's not your fault, but it's just embedded in our culture. So yeah. That's very cool. Rajesh? 
How about you? Look, uh, I'm from Nepal and I'm not the, just to qualify, I'm not an anthropologist. So, you know, whatever I say is just take this with a pinch of salt. But look, in Nepal, it's more about um, when you're apologizing, there's different context of apology. So it could be, you know, apologizing to your elders or apologizing in a religious context, for example, because you've done something that God may not like, uh, and then you apologize, do certain things uh, in a religious way. But uh, uh, to your parents, for example, or elderly or teachers, um, for example, so when you apologize to them, you, even though sometimes you know you might be right, they might be wrong, you still apologize the, to them because okay. you are showing respect to them. And there's uh, two sort of ways to apologize uh, in a sort of formal, non-formal setting. So when you're apologizing to the elderly, for example, you know, you do like namaste kind of things. You put your two hands together and you bow your head a little bit and you apologize. And if you're sort of apologizing in a general sense, you know, mostly with young people, they tend to sort of touch their earlobes, just grab their earlobes and just say, oh, you know, maaf konwala, like, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, so you sort of, uh, you know, by the way the apology is made, whether someone grabs their earlobes or touches both their earlobes or, you know, uh, holds two hands to, together, uh, it sort of depends who they're apologizing to in that sense. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much Thank for you. your time. That's okay. Thank you. Okay, now I have to go back to the studio because we have to repeat the phrases we practiced in this episode. And I'm back in the studio. See if you remember the meaning before hearing the answer. What is a minor slip-up? A minor slip-up is a small, unintentional mistake. What is a regret? A regret refers to the feeling of sadness, disappointment, or remorse about something that has happened or that you have done. It can be used as a noun, for example. I have a regret. And like a verb. I regret any misunderstanding. Now let's practice by repeating after Alan and Claire. Oops, my bad. I apologize. I messed up. Sorry. I didn't mean for things to escalate. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that we argued yesterday. I didn't mean to upset you. I shouldn't have lost my cool. Remember, we have many more phrases listed on our website. Just visit sbs.com.au slash learnenglish. We are also on Facebook. Why don't you reach out? Oops, my bad, you already did. We are SBS Learn English. I'm Josipa. Thank you for learning English with me. You've been listening to an SBS Learn English podcast.